Should we niche down or should we go broad? How many of you have debated that? In the back of your heart, you think, you know that your product and your program is meant to make a difference in the world. But you also know that the riches are in the niches, right? So how big of an audience should you reach with your content? And how do you know you've got the right audience? That's what we're going to be covering in today's episode. You ready? Hang on tight and let's get started. Welcome to Traffic Makers. You're here because you're a business owner whose products and programs are meant for the world. You need customers. In this podcast, we cover the hacks, the tips, the tricks to help you grow your audience so you can grow your business. Ready? Let's get started. Helen's question comes because she is a business who serves families, but serves two different types of families with two different types of interests. And she wants to know if she should niche down. Let me play her question for you guys. I had a question that I would love you to cover on the podcast, um, which is about how niche we go on our page. So as you know, we target families or parents of kids under 10 with uh, imaginative activities. Um, But we have a few different themes that we cover and we're niching down. And at the moment, we've got our dino club that's just launched. So that's with um, for parents of kids who love dinosaurs. But we're also launching an elf club for Christmas. So that's because we always do Christmas quite big. So my question is... Is it okay to have one page for the different themes? Because I'll be posting some dinosaur stuff and then I'll be starting to post some elf and Christmas stuff in the summer. Um, Well, and then beyond that. But I'll still be posting dinosaur stuff because our audience will also want to see that. Um, I feel worried that I'm diluting the messaging by covering different themes. But I think you also said before, our page isn't big enough to segment yet. So I'm a bit confused about what best to do for my audience when we've got the different themed products. But essentially, they are mainly the same audience, but not all. So some of our parents would just be into the dino stuff. Some would just be into Christmas and not into dino. I hope that makes sense. And uh, yeah, loving your podcast, by the way. Amazing. Thank you. Bye. Now, in Helen's circumstance, she's serving the same audience, parents, and she wants to sell either her elf activity kit or her dinosaur activity kit. Now, knowing Helen, my guess is that in six, five, ten months, she's going to have a third activity kit. So she's got a dilemma. Should she segment her audience and serve three different types of people? Or should she serve them all the same person with three different products? Guys, this question is something all of you get to face. And I have some typical rules that I love to tell people to do when they're considering if they should niche down or not. The first rule is, are you able to find one million people in your niche to love and to serve? One million people. Are there one million people that are potential buyers of your program. Are there 1 million people, Helen, who love dinosaurs? Yes. 
Are there one million people who serve Christmas and elves with their kids? Yes. Is the same person who loves dinosaurs with their kids also someone who probably maybe does Christmas with their kids? Probably, but maybe there's some also some segmentation since there's more people that love dinosaurs and there's also more people that love Christmas. Okay, so, but you do have a million people in that niche. Next thing I love to find out, do people spend $1 million in this niche? If they spend $1 million, do they spend $1 million um, about Christmas? Heck yes, girl. Do they spend $1 million on dinosaur toys for their kids? Yes, they do. So you've got that too. And then the next like test that I give is, is it something you know, love, and do? Is it something that you already have knowledge about this topic? Awesome. If it's something that you already love actively and are pursuing regularly, awesome. Is it something that you do? So you already have experience with this. If you meet all three of those, the next test, if you're wondering if if it's the same, if I should go into this or not, is, is it the same person? So for like example, life coaching, are there 1 million people who need life coaching? Yes. Are there 1 million people? dollars in revenue in life coaching? Yes. Is it something that somebody knows, loves, and do? Well, if they're a life coach, I'm assuming that they love giving and analyzing advice. The next thing is to think, are they all the same person? So for the life coach, you would have to think, I give best life coach advice to people who are beginning college. That's who I love to help. I love people going into college and their parents. I love giving life advice to them then go into that. There's 1 million people there, 1 million revenue, you know, love, do it. Awesome. Now the person whose kids are going into college are probably pretty different from me. I'm still like four or three, four years out from it. And my neighbor, both of us have like five or six kids and they're, they're not college age, right? So we would not be your perfect client. That doesn't mean you can't help 1 million people or that there's not 1 million revenue, but you want to have all of it be the same audience. When you're collecting um, multiple audiences, you're going to find that you're going to push one of them away with your messaging. And sometimes you might push all of them away with your messaging if you're trying to attract all of them at one time. So a mom meme is going to relate to one type of mom in a way that a grandparent mom meme is not going to relate to me, but it would my mother-in-law. Does that make sense? Or a working mom is going to relate to me, but it's not going to work um, to my neighbor who's a stay-at-home mom. You want to think about who your perfect person is and literally collect one of the same audience. Now, for Helen, sometimes you can niche down too tightly. So in Helen's circumstance, guys, she has a business that helps kids with activity packs. Now, she could serve just dinosaurs and be successful. She could also serve just elf people and be successful. But she could also be just as successful creating three, four, five different activity packs and every other month featuring a different activity pack because she knows that the people who want activity packs all have preschoolers and young elementary students. And so she's targeting that audience, that same audience, because she knows the same person's going to buy an activity pack again and again. Now, all three of those strategies work. She could zero in on just 
um, dinosaurs. She could zero in on just elf Christmas activities. She could zero in on doing multiple, but she needs to pick like one track to, and stick with it. Hopefully that helps, Helen. I know that that might not be the exact answer you were looking for in the sense you probably wanted me to help you pick. Should it be dinosaurs or should it be elves? And I want you to know, I truly believe you could do both because it's the same audience. The same mom who wants activity packs for her kids is probably looking for multiple activity packs. I'm excited for you. And guys, I'm excited for every other person here that's listening because you're a service provider. You're helping businesses grow. You're helping sell your products like Helen with her activity packs. You are selling your products to the world and you're making kids smile. You're making people have life changes. If you're a life coach, you're seeing a difference in your customers' lives. And I love that this podcast gets to be a small part of that. I want you in this episode to know the three rules. The three rules are you need to reach 1 million people. So are you going to reach all million? No, but you're going to get a little slice of that. And that's going to happen when you niche down. You're going to have 1 million in revenue. Are you going to pocket a million in revenue? No, but you need to picture the path to get to 1 million because you know that if you can picture the path to get to 1 million, you can take out your slice of 100K or 200K from that million easily. Okay, so 1 million, then something you know, love and do. If it's not something you love, that's going to come across to your audience. They're going to know that you don't really like them and they're going to run away. <laughs> if it's not something you do, they're going to smell fake. Okay. And so um, no love do is the next rule. Follow those three rules, guys, and you're going to be on the path to growing your audience. The first tip to growing your audience is to know who they are. How niche should you go? There you go, guys. I want you to think, is this the same person? Am I serving the same person? Am I serving a, a pile of people, a group of people that's 1 million, that could go to 1 million wide? And then is there a million dollars in it? Is it something I know, love, and do? You can answer all those successfully. You've got it. Stick with it. Helen, I'm excited for you and everyone else that's listening. Grateful and excited for you to be part of this journey with you. I hope that those rules have been helpful for each and every one of you. And I just want to give a giant shout out and thanks. Thanks to Patrice, guys. She left a review, a five-star review on this, this podcast. And she said that I've been a huge inspiration and motivating force for her business. That she's looking forward to every episode. She says, I'm nailing and scaling it and have massive success for me and my clients now. Thanks, Rachel. Guys, Patrice is not the only one. What's different between Patrice and the people who are struggling is that Patrice is taking action. She's listening to the podcast and she's taking a note. She's taking one takeaway and she's going and she's applying it. I love that she's seeing massive success for her clients as a result of this show. And I know that you guys all can grow too if you put these little tips into action. I love from Juz. Juz says, one of Rachel's superpowers is taking complex ideas like the algorithms and coming up with the easiest way to explain them. Well, here's what I want you to know too. It's not just breaking them down, it's taking action. So I want each and every one of you to implement what you're hearing on this show. If you want um, guides or like takeaways or like swipe files, if you want a resource, if you want to ask me a question, well, come on over to my Facebook group. My Facebook group is Grow Your Audience. 
It's on Facebook. We love helping people grow their audiences. I'm there for you, answering your questions every single day. And uh, hope to see you in our next episode. Oh, 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 oh